to be on the air this morning. My scripture today will be out of the book of Philippians. Before we begin, though, just uh, like to get comfortable here, give a little intro. Uh, our CAA students, they are the best. I'm telling you, they're the best. At break this morning, one of our students brought me a ding-dong for breakfast. I had just made me a fresh cup of coffee and man, that ding-dong was perfect. Good, healthy breakfast. Amen. And uh, last night, good church, and I was sitting in my chair after church Bible study, and I, it was like I had a flashback. I felt like my dad. I remember the days of midweek Bible study, my dad preaching, my dad teaching, and uh, many times we'd go home, and I know our culture here as we go to 
Culver's a lot, but last night, Sister Pearson had to go to the grocery store. We had to run Brian home after church, and uh, so we went by the grocery store, and I was sitting in my chair, and I felt like my dad. I was eating crackers and Braunschwager, but I was eating, Dad, I was eating good Braunschwager because I had local Usingers. Is it Usingers? Local, like, like local-made Braunschwager, German, good Wisconsin Braunschwager. Man, was really good. If you've never had Braunschwager, you don't know what you're missing. Especially like Wisconsin local Milwaukee Braunschwager. God's good this morning. Philippians chapter 4. And if you remember last Friday, I said today we're going to uh, talk about it's okay that I have a hang-up. It's not, it's like I, I said, uh, it's um, it's not going to be a broadcast like Brother Simon's. I think it says, it talks about that song, It's Okay. It's okay that I'm not okay. That's not what we're going to talk about when he was saying some of our songs, some of our Christian songs today, you know, tell you just, oh, it's okay to not be okay. No, that's not what I'm going to talk about. But I'm going to talk about that everybody has a hang up. Everybody has character flaws, and that's okay. But we need to get into the Word to understand where we're going this morning. But but God helps us with all of our personalities, our character flaws. He is an amazing God. Philippians chapter 4 and 13 is our verse we quote often where Paul says, I can do all things through Christ which strengtheneth me. Now, that sounds like a good verse, like, man, does that, that mean, Pastor, I can play drums on Sunday? Well, no, that, that doesn't mean everybody can play drums. That doesn't mean, you know, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to get on the piano on Sunday. Well, no, it takes practice and, and lessons and things like that. And, and sometimes, you know, you can try things, and you know what? I, I might need to work in a little different area in the church. But this verse here, you got to look at the verses around this verse that says, I can do all things through Christ which strengtheneth me. You know what Paul's talking about? Paul is talking about going through trials and going through situations. And that's really what I want to focus on this morning. That, you know, we have baggage, we have past, we have family situations. And Paul's saying, don't let that stop you in living for God. Let's read some of the verses around this here. Philippians chapter 4, in verse number 11, back up a couple verses. He, Paul says, Now that I speak in respect of want, for I have learned in whatsoever state I am therewith to be content. I know how both to be, how to be abased, and I know how to abound. So Paul was saying, you know, I've been, I've been through the ringer, and I've flourished everywhere, and in all things I am instructed both to be full and to be hungry. Man, I've had some good meals. I've eaten some fine places, but man, I've had some times where I didn't have anything to eat. I've known how to both to abound and to suffer need. Paul said, I've had both. And then he says, I can do all things through Christ, which strengtheneth me. Notwithstanding, ye have well done that ye did communicate with my affliction. So, 
just that verse there, I, I like it. I can do all things through Christ, but he's talking about going through things. So, Really, I want to talk to us this morning about this world can define us because of our background. This world can define us because of situations that we go through. I I, I had it down later in my notes here this morning, but I feel just to give this kind of at the on at the onset of our our, our Bible lesson this morning in that. I remember when Preston was, I believe he was in third grade, and uh, in North Dakota, they you had to work with the public school system if you were homeschooled, and at, I, I believe it was third grade, you had to be tested, and he tested, and he tested out pretty low. He didn't, he didn't do well on his test, so, so they required us, because he tested low, that we had to have a, a meeting with the public school uh, teachers, whatever was over the homeschool situation there. And I walked into the room. So I'm like, okay, I was not very excited about going to meet with the public school system, but that's what North Dakota required. And uh, so here we go. We go in, I walk into the room and I don't know, there might not have been 10 people there, but it seemed like there was a lot of teachers in there. There was a whole lot of, there was quite a few people in that room. I don't know if they had a psychologist, a psychiatrist, a teacher, administrator, you know, I, I mean, all these guys in the room and we sit down <clears throat> and they start talking. It took me, I, it probably didn't take me five minutes to realize, you know what? I need to get out of this room that this is going to be of no value to me because the whole point of the conversation was because he tested low, uh, he might need medication. He, um, he, 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 he has ADD. Um, he's got ADHD, all, all this stuff. And I'm just sitting there. I'm like, the kid just tested low. He's got a knucklehead for a mom and a dad. He tested low. He's not Einstein. He does. He doesn't need medication. And I'm just like, I, I, I'm. I wasn't being an over uh, sensitive parent. I was just like, really, guys. And you know what? We we got through the meeting. Whatever. We didn't do any further testing with him to see because they wanted to see if he had ADD, ADHD. See if he needed medication. We did no further testing, nothing. That was that was the last time I ever met with them. And he had to have another test for his school testing, whatever. And it was fine. And he's fine today. He's, you know, he, you know, he's got his daddy's genes. So he's a, he's a, he's a manager of a janitorial company today and doing just fine. He might have, uh, we're going to talk about disorders today. He might have overwork disorder. Um, I think they're overworking him, but he's doing okay. So, but that, letting the world define us. I've got a hang up. I've got, you know, if I was raised where, you know, uh, none of my family went to school and I wasn't raised with that background, you know what? I might test low. I'm using that as an example, and Preston actually did very well, went to college, did fine, passed classes in college, so ADD, ADHD, whatever. I can do all things through Christ which strengtheneth me. Some Several Bible stories here, well, maybe we'll just look at one. I've got, I've got a couple here, but for time's sake, I think I'll just look at one. And that's the story of Rahab. 
Rahab, we know, is when the Battle of Jericho, she helped the spies from the children of Israel, and she was saved by God. Her family was saved, but she was a harlot. She was not probably the most upstanding citizen of the community, but she was saved by God. But this world today would define Rahab and say, you know what? It's, you should be thankful that God saved you, but you just be happy. That's all you can do for God. Because that's what the, the devil tries to tell people sometimes when they come to God. Like, you know, you've got so much baggage. You've got so many situations in your life. You should just be happy that you know who God is. But you know what? If you look at the story of Rahab, that's not what she did. She said, I thank God I'm saved. I thank God that my family's saved. And you know who Rahab was the mother of? Rahab is the mother of Boaz. And so, wow. I mean, Boaz, you look at her son is Boaz. We don't read a whole lot about Rahab other than the fact that she saved the spies. But she's the mother of Boaz. And Boaz is, is the husband of Ruth. Probably, probably when you think of a love story in the Bible, this is the love story you think of. Boaz, what a man that he, he reached out to this poor girl. Rich, this is the beautiful story of rich likes poor. And, and Boaz, what a, what a great man of God reached down to this, uh, this little girl, Ruth. But Boaz's mama was Rahab. Rahab, you've got a hang-up. You've got some baggage. But that's not going to stop me. And she's the mother of Boaz. And if you keep going on down the line, uh, you have David right following there. And, and, and then, so, uh, so Rahab's in the lineage of David and in the lineage of Jesus Christ. So, I mean, we could go on and on and on about Rahab. But we can say my personality and my my, you know, my situation and my background. But you know what? I don't tell somebody today, punch the devil in the face. Tell the devil, my hang-up is going to be my testimony. My hang no, now, not, not that my sin. No, I'm talking about being an overcomer today. As long as you live in sin, as long as you live in sin's domain, you're not going to be an overcomer. You're not going to... I say I can do all things through Christ. No, I'm saying being an overcomer of sin, but but life situations like like I'm using Rahab as an example here. That you know, okay, I'm living for God, but you know, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna achieve very very much because I'm Rahab, and you you know my story. No, I'm saying if you're living right, living for God, amen, be an overcomer today, letting the Holy Ghost rule your life. So, so number one, be an overcomer. Don't live in sin. Live for God. Do what's right. You'll never accomplish anything for God living in sin because that's what some people are, are, are they're, they're staying, they're living way below where God wants them because they're living in sin. So, so that's not what I'm talking about. But when you live right and being an overcomer, don't let being poor or being rich, your personality, your family, oh, I've got some, I've got some disorder, Pastor Pearson, you know. You know, if you look today, I, I would say, I, I looked this morning and 
I found over 300, just in the one place I looked, I found over 300 disorders. So I'm sure I, when I was looking through this, I, I found um, quite a few of these I think I have. I have some disorders today. So I, I'm, and I understand, and I'm going I'm to read some of these. I understand there's, there's things that are very, very difficult and, and situations. But really, when I get to the end of it, you know, I'm going to ask, the, ask us the question today. Even, even like I'm reading right now several books on World War II, men that, I mean, buddies, they like look over and the dude's head's blown off. One, and I know Sister Pearson, when I told her, she said, don't, don't tell me that. But they come up upon a camp, they're, they're fighting the Japanese, and they come up on a camp of Japanese, and, and somehow they must have got separated, and it was cold in a way, and they were malnourished. They were eating, they said, they, they, they said they came upon them, they could, and they were, these Japanese were dead, they had, they had died. But they could see where they had eaten each other, like, like carved out, uh, flesh on their legs that's some pretty rough stuff you come up on that and see that you know so but my question is you go through this you go through situations in life some more difficult than others i get that i understand that but my question at the end of it today is what okay i've been through it. what do these guys do what do you do? What is the end result? Am I going to take medication like these guys in World War II? I'm reading about these guys. You know, this is 1940s. You know, they went through this 1940s, 50s. And it doesn't seem like they, you know, were medicated the rest of their life because of this trauma they went through. No, they, they just went through it. And I'm going to, I give us even a better answer today is that God... God will help you through situation. What do I do about what I've been through in life? Some disorders. I, can I, I don't think I have time to read all 300. Let's see if, if, I, if you've got any disorder today. Separation anxiety disorder. Social anxiety disorder. Panic disorder. Major depressive disorder. Um, they have a bipolar disorder, one and two. I, didn't, I had heard of bipolar before. But I didn't know you could be bipolar 1 or bipolar 2. I don't know what that means. Adjustment disorder. Man, you've got people have adjusting all the time. Uh, prolonged grief disorder. Intellectual disability. I've got that. I've definitely got intellectual disability. Language disorder. Uh, yeah, I've, I, 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 English, man, that was not my best. So I think I've got a language disorder. Communication disorder, uh, attention deficit hyperactivity disorder, attention deficit disorder, um, developmental coordination disorder. Man, that, that would be me. I tried to play the drums. The coordination, I couldn't do it. Not, not, not possible. Restless leg syndrome. Yeah, sleep apnea. I've got it. We have disorders, don't we? There's a lot of them here. Um, let's see. Let's read some more. Substance intoxication. Yes, it is problem. Substance withdrawal. Um, alcohol use disorder. The question is, what am I going to do about it? I'm going to let God be God. I can do all things through Christ. I will be an overcomer. 
I mean, look at some, listen to some of these. Cannabis use disorder. Cannabis withdrawal. Cannabis-induced mood disorder. Man, I want the I want a Holy Ghost disorder, amen, that the Holy Ghost says I'm going to be an overcomer. There was some, some more of these I wanted <clears throat> to read. Oh, yeah, here we go. Um, let's see, and, and I wanted to read, there's, ca- oh, caffeine. Yeah, caffeine intoxication. That's a disorder. Caffeine withdrawal. Caffeine-induced anxiety disorder. Wow. Wow. And I could go on and on. There's a bunch, bunch more of these uh, this morning. And my question is, and my point is that we have, we all have situations in life. And I get it. I get it. I look at people and man, but what am I going to do about it? What am I going to do about it? I'm going to let God, let my hang-up be a testimony. Amen. I look at these situations, and I look at all these disorders, and I think of, I mean, I look at myself, and I think, you know, I know somebody uh, might say, really, Brother Pearson, but I look at myself, and as a kid, teenager, like, I'll never get up be able to get up and speak before people. Now, I didn't say I'm, I'm, I'm amazing or anything, but, but as a teenager, as a kid, that will never happen. But God, amen, let God. I'm, my hang-up is going to be my testimony. I think of Brother Torres. Here's a good example. Brother Torres, when he was here, what did he would say all the time when he was preaching? I've got... I've got ADD. I've got ADD. Well, guess what? Brother Torres is correct. He really does have ADD. And sometimes when he's preaching, I'm like, where are you going, brother? What in the world? Man, you're going, you're going 195 miles an hour and we're trying to stay up with you. And, uh, so what he, what, you know what he does about it? He just says, you know what? I have it and I'm going to keep on preaching and I'm not going to let it stop me. I think of Brother Wilmoth when he was here doing our marriage seminar. I believe it was he said he had uh, he had uh, fifteen marriages between his parents, his his parents and his wife's parents, his wife parent his his wife's mom and dad, his mom and dad, fifteen marriages between them. And so the devil would tell him, you know, you're not going to accomplish much for God, or or you know what. And he would say, when he would get around preachers, he would feel uncomfortable because of his background. Punch the devil in the face. What What am I going to do about it? My hang-up is okay. It's going to be my testimony. Rahab, I'm, it's not going to be my, my hang-up. Yeah, I've got my past. It's my past. I can't do anything about it. But I'm going to raise Boaz, and he's going to be a great, great man couple things about all these disorders. There was 300 of them. Guess what? Not one of these 300 came out of the Bible that I read. Not one of them. So right there, take that and say, I will not let the world define what is wrong with me. Sorry, devil. I'm not going to do it. Can get me in a room with a bunch of school teachers and psychiatrists and psychologists Man, you got that. Well, you may as well give up now. No, 
I'm going to let God. I'm, my hang-up's going to be my testimony. Don't look on the internet to see what my hang-up is. No, I'm not going to do that because I'd give up. I'm going to let the Holy Ghost. What did I preach on Sunday? The Holy Ghost. I'm a, chi- I'm a child. I'm a son of God today. Amen. God will help me with my hang-up. Amen. What a mighty, mighty God that he is today. It takes all kinds in the kingdom of God. So if I'm poor, if I'm rich, if I'm if I'm outgoing or if I'm not outgoing, do I want everybody to be like me? No, the kingdom of God it takes all kinds in the kingdom of God. But you know what I am going to be? I'm going to be an overcomer. I'm going to live right. I'm going to walk with God and no telling what God will do with my hang-ups today. Amen. I can do all three, all things through Christ, which strengtheneth me. Amen. Be an overcomer today. Don't let your hang-up be a stumbling block. Let it be a stepping stone for what God wants in your life. Amen. God bless you all. See you tomorrow, 10 a.m.